Chris Pierce, passionately Portsmouth. So here we are then, live from Studio 2. And our penthouse week this Thursday night. December the 12th, 2019. Welcome to Express this week. And we've got action-packed programme for you tonight. Thanks to your company as always. This is Chris Pierce. We look back to what's been going on locally uh, from Portsmouth and South East Hampshire for the last seven days. Good evening to you if you're online. You're on DAB tonight. Uh, hopefully you're on DAB tonight. So it might have a bit of an issue with that. Something to do with the weather in the week. But we're certainly there on 93.7M, but uh, all, all over tonight here on Express. Thanks for your company. Uh, ten past eight tonight, uh, we're in conversation with Debbie Pick. Now, Debbie is from the Rowan's Hospice up at uh, Purbrook, I think so. Yeah, up that way. Uh, we'll be chatting to Debbie. Uh, this Sunday is the Lake of Lights and a wonderful event which happens every year. Hopefully the weather is going to be kind for that. Uh, and we're chatting to Debbie uh, about this year's event and uh, other things too. Uh, Debbie will tell us all at about ten past eight tonight. And our profile guest tonight, just after 20 past eight thereafter. Great to have her back with us. Hey, in actual fact, we've been trying for weeks to get her in. <laughs> oh, I think we took, this is the third attempt, but we got there. This is Rachel Hall. Yeah, Rachel's from the uh, Stubbington Arc, as we know it. The RSPCA Stubbington Arc there in Stubbington, of all places. She's our profile guest, and we'll hear two of her songs as well. So we'll look forward to uh, Rachel's company and hearing those songs uh, before nine o'clock tonight. So lots of squeezing, lots of talk about as always here on this week's Express This Week on this Thursday evening. Thanks for being with us. Uh, seven minutes past eight. Hi to Dave. He's online with us at expressfm.com and he's got one of those, as we said before, many over the last few weeks or so, he's got one of those flash-type uh, Alexa things he listens to us on, which is which is great. Uh, Dave, good evening to you. Thank you for being with us uh, there as always. And Joey's with us as firm tonight, so even to you as well. And whether you happen to be across the area, you could be in Emsworth tonight, you could be, oh, Hayden Island, Havants, Clanfield, Waterlooville, Lee Park, Rodacross Portsmouth, Rodacross Fairm in Gosport. Thanks to your company. As always on this 30, a drab one of that too. And particularly if you're going out to vote tonight, you've got uh, just under two hours in which to do that before the polls close tonight at 10 o'clock. And then all the fun and games start. <laughs> uh, let's step into Christmas, shall we? Here's Elton. I tell you what, it was nearly uh, Cliff Richard we're going to play tonight there. But I was talked out of it. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll speak to our profile guests in about 10, 15 minutes here on the show tonight, but there, step into Christmas. Uh, Sir Elton John at 12 minutes past 8 o'clock. Yeah, we are live as always. Here's a social night, thanks to your company. And as expressed this week, uh, this is Chris Pierce. Thanks to company, as always, as I say, on this Thursday. And uh, let's, uh, let's keep the festive sort of theme going, I think. And uh, a poignant one at that is always nice to reflect, uh, certainly this uh, time of the year, of people who, for one 
reason or the other, Sandy can't be with us, and uh, it, this is one of those events that uh, we can you know, reflect, and an annual event at that from the Rhone's Hospice. It's the Lake of Lights, and uh, taking place, as it always does, at South Seas Canoe Lake. Uh, from the Rhone's Hospice is Debbie Pick. She's on the line with us now, and Debbie is the... Uh, that's right in saying, Debbie, you've got a bit of a long title too. It's bound after the Rachel here, <laughs> fundraising <laughs> events officer. That's exactly right, Chris. Bless yeah. you. Debbie, it's great to have you on. Thanks for coming on tonight. I do appreciate it. Um, the Rowan's Hospice, it speaks to itself, really. Well-loved organisation. Sterling work by by all of you there. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, much needed, isn't it? Because uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Civil Jubilee in a moment or so, because there's big yep. things happening there. But uh, the Lake of Lights, is, which is the, one of the reasons to, to get you on tonight, it's, uh, well, how many years now has it been running? Um, quite a number. I think we're up to about our 10th year on this one. Well, well, yeah. that that's good stuff. Uh, and it is a chance to reflect and, and quite poignant too, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. So it's open to anybody and everybody. They don't have to have been associated with Rowan's Hospice. Um, and we call it our Lake of Lights event because we invite people to come along and dedicate a candle in memory of a loved one. And we float all the candles into the middle of Canoe Lake. Um, uh, yeah, and it's it's very, very pretty. It is. And, uh, you know, when, when your guys get in the water, I mean, good luck to them for doing it, <laughs> in Santa suits and wellies. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're dressed appropriately in their, their wet suits and their Santa hats. <laughs> yeah, and at this time of year, not, not pleasant to. I've no. got fingers crossed for the weather, actually. It's not, uh, you might get away with it Sunday. You might get well, away yes, looking at forecast. I have been assured by uh, one of my regular weathermen that uh, there should be the, the gap when we need it between five and seven on Sunday. So fingers crossed there. You get a lot of people down there, to be fair, Debbie, don't you? We do. We can have sort of two or 3,000 people come along. So, um, you know, and they can just turn up. There's no registration or anything. And like I say, they just donate and they take a candle. And just we, we have a service as well. So... From 5.45, we have a service, and this year we've actually got the Spinnaker Chorus um, Portsmouth, who are a cappella singers, and they're going to be singing when guests arrive, and then we, we'll actually have the service at 5.45, and that will be with some community choirs and a brass band. Um, and then to have a bit of reflection at the end of the service, we have a firework, um, and then the Spinnaker Chorus are going to come back on and sing more songs. So, yes, it's slightly different this year, but it will be lovely. Yeah, because it's normally a Friday, isn't it, you do it? It is. We decided to change it to a Sunday for the first time ever, just to see how this one goes, because Friday evenings, a couple of weeks prior to Christmas, as you can imagine, the traffic gets horrendous, and starting at five, not everybody can make it. So we thought we'd switch to Sunday this year, and we will just see how it goes. Yeah, fingers crossed. And uh, as I say, it, uh, it might be better, actually, as you, as you sort yeah, of hinted hopefully. there. Yeah, fingers crossed. So uh, if you're out there tonight, if you're uh, you know, going to be around in the South Sea area on Sunday, it's 5 till 7 at all starts, yeah? It's on. Yes, it is. Yeah, 5 till 7. Fantastic. Well, we'll give you a quick reminder before we finish. Now, tell me about the Civil, Civil Jubilee uh, Appeal, because that's obviously yeah. uh, a big event uh, and quite a ma- major fundraising event uh, for it you. It is. So the Silver Jubilee is actually separate to our business as usual running costs. So, for example, to run the hospice, it's approximately 7.2 million a year. Um, Only about 12.5% of that comes from the NHS. So the rest are basically donations. 
And on top of that, we've now launched the Silver Jubilee. So in 2018, we launched to raise an additional 7.5 million, and that's to completely refurbish the hospice. So it ensures that we're equipped to continue caring for our community in the future. Um, and we have started phase one. So uh, it's, it's going to be over three years in, in, the, in time scales. Um, but already, just through the community, we've raised over 700,000. That's a hell of a lot. That's staggering, isn't it? It already. is staggering. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so what's phase one then, Debbie? Quickly tell us. So um, phase one, so we're, we're having extensive development, so mainly in the courtyard area, although obviously the weather has hindered us quite a lot. Um, but we also have key alterations inside with new steels being added that are going to support the layouts of the ward. Um, so we'll still have 19 patient bedrooms at the end of all this, but they will have the latest technology in all the bedrooms. And it will just give them more independence um, in, in terms of controlling temperature, lighting, audio from their bed um, or comfortable chairs. Um, and it'll all be coloured, designed and materials and, and just give that feeling of, of sort of ease as much as we can do. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, certainly uh, needed. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Because you, you sort of cover quite a big area, don't you? We do, yes. We go sort of right up to Lis and Liphook, wow. Petersfield, uh, Waterlooville, Haven, back over to Fairham and Gosport. And I think perhaps people don't actually realise the extent of the area that we do cover. No, it's, it is staggering. And you're up at Purbury, is that right? We are, yes. Yep. Peace Road, yes. I'm We've just... got the Living Well Centre next to us. Yeah. And that is open really for anybody and any that can just walk in if they need a bit of support or help, if they're a family member, and it's all free of charge. Fantastic. Now, a little bird in my ear told me tonight, uh, before we came on there, that uh, you, you're doing something Strictly-ish next year. <laughs> well, I couldn't strictly tell you that oh (laughs) um, down. (laughs) we're launching um rowan's does strictly so that's on may the 2nd next year at the pyramid center in south sea um and one of your co-colleagues darren gamblin is actually going to be our compare um we do have some guest appearances from some judges but i cannot reveal that yet they will be revealed in january um but currently we're accepting applications for people to apply to dance and I think we're way, well, we, we've really exceeded what we thought we were going to get because we've never done this event before. But the closing date is the 31st of December. So if anybody's interested and they'd like to apply, they just go online and apply. And then we will review them and invite a number of people along for an audition in January. And Fanta- then we'll have our Sydney lineup. Yeah, it should be quite good. Well, yeah, will I get you back on before that all happens, I think? Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, we fantastic. We romances, mightn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Steady on, Debbie. Steady- Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, brilliant stuff. So that's all next year. Lots to look forward to then next year in yes, 2020. Yeah. And, uh, Very much so. Yeah. We've, we've, we'll have lots of events throughout the year. So, yeah, people just need to look at our website and they will all be listed. Now, uh, you know, your charity, uh, as, as we're going to be talking to Rachel soon from uh, the Stubbington Art. Now, uh, you're going to need volunteers and that kind of thing, aren't you? Uh, if people are out there tonight listening, want to get involved in you, how can they do that, Debbie? They can just call the hospice. Um, so they can ring the hospice or just look on the website and there is some information on there about volunteering, how they go about it. Um, 
and we would just send them an application form and obviously um, I think they have a little interview now just to, to make sure their, their availability, etc. But we have lots of volunteers and a lot of people that we use regularly at events and it's fantastic. They're, they're just always there. But yeah, we're always hoping for more. It's lovely. Fantastic. Good luck with the Lake of Lights on Sunday. Uh, just very, a quick resume. It's uh, five till seven, yeah? Yeah, five till seven on Sunday at Canoe Lake in Southsea. Fantastic. Hopefully we may see you there as well, Chris. Uh, you probably will do. I did go last year, um, and I'll, we'll probably come down again this year. So, uh, yeah, lovely. and light, light you a candle. You do look out for me. <laughs> I will, don't worry, we'll look out for you. And okay. You've got mince pies too, haven't you? We have got mince pies. So you were trying to keep that quiet, Debbie. <laughs> More for me. Yeah, yeah never. <laughs> Not in a million years. No. <laughs> well, Debbie, well, uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Good to talk to you. Regards to all there at the Rowan's Hospice, and thank you from behalf of everyone in the area for uh, doing your bit and uh, obviously looking after people as well in the nicest possible way. Lovely. Bless you. That's all right, lovely. Debbie, That's talk to you, lovely. Chris. Have a good Christmas. Bye. You look after yourself. You. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Debbie Pick there from the Rowan's Hospice, and again, that event this Sunday, uh, Lake of Lights at Canoe Lake in Southsea, uh, starting there from 5 through until 7 o'clock in you can light uh, a candle uh, in memory of of someone and uh, a period of reflection to uh, this time of the year. 8.22 here at Express this week. We're talking soon to Rachel Hall uh, in a couple of minutes here on the show. Yeah, it's... Uh, look at Tom already. 8.28, she's with us. She's our profile guest tonight. We will welcome, a very warm welcome in actual fact, to Rachel Hall from the Stubbington Arc, the RSPCA at that uh, in Stubbington, ironically. Good evening to you, Rachel. How Hello. Are you? Thank you, right? you for having me back. It's a pleasure. Last year, uh, almost almost a year ago. Yeah, almost. Almost. Yep. See, I must have sensed that we need to get you back <laughs> in again. Uh, but uh, we got there because Rachel, um, but we've been trying for a few weeks, but we got there. Uh, so it's great to get you in and having a chat. And uh, it's actually, probably, we probably timed it well, yeah. to be fair. Uh, with Christmas literally round the corner, who would have thought that this year's gone so quick? <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's a timely reminder, I think, as far as pets are we're talking about here, because obviously we've seen a lot of it saying, you know, dogs aren't just for Christmas and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that is quite true, isn't it? Or any animal, yep. in actual fact. Cats, absolutely. dogs, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were talking obviously off air and we are busy... <laughs> all of the around to be honest with you yes okay it might spike after christmas and certain points of the year um kitten season etc etc but generally we are busy the whole year round so it's Um, not a typical time for you really then is it i wouldn't say so as i said it it might fluctuate slightly but not not enough to us for us to say oh my gosh you know wow that's that's crazy crazy numbers um as i say we are busy all the time yeah Uh, and the the stumbling tonight now we were talking off there that you know, listening to his <laughs> chatting, I am amazed that there's still people out there who don't even know you exist. Yeah, absolutely. I do talks. Wow. Yeah, I do talks all around the the Solent area, and uh, when I go in there, I, I start off with obviously who I am and where I yeah. come from, and some of them still say to me, "I've never even heard of you." 
and we've been there 30, 31 years. Been on so the rock? It is, it is pretty amazing that they don't know that. That is just staggering, isn't yeah. it? That really is. So yeah. we want to get the message out there tonight that um, the, the RSPCA Stubborn to Dart does exist, and uh, we're obviously going to need your help tonight in a few things as well. So all that will come apparent uh, as we go through. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's no typical day then. Uh, no. Every day is exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> Not. <laughs> you wish it was. It'd be quite mm. easy for you, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. It, you've got a tough job being sort of business and income generation manager. Yeah, then. it's hard. I mean, it, it, it's hard, again, all the year round. There are so many charities out there all looking well, for a piece of the pie, as yeah. you just heard from Debbie. Um, and the Romans do an amazing job. You can't take that away from them, you know. But we're all after the same pot of money. And, and people, you know, they're their budgets, their money, it can't go round and there's not enough to go round. So fundraising is a massive part of my job and it gets harder and harder, to be honest with you, to keep thinking of new ways to generate money and to, to get the pennies in, really. You don't really have a team, Sergeant. No, <laughs> not I don't have you. a team. No, it's me. Bless um, you. Yeah, obviously there's the, the massive team at the ARC. Of course um, We have about 32 paid members of staff. Um, obviously that includes the Animal Centre itself. I've got five shops with paid members of staff that work in them. But generally we evolve because of our volunteers mm. and we have three to 400 active volunteers. Uh, uh, you know that work as part of the branch and we couldn't do it without them they are they are amazing and uh, yeah so it's a it's, it's a joint effort I guess it's very much a team effort yeah, isn't it absolutely. Uh, and certainly is now I mean Stubbington up there in Stubbington Ranville's Lane is uh, is where we're talking and you can't miss it well you probably could do but <laughs> yeah, there's a signpost there because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's tucked away but uh, it, you said it's been there what well over 30 years yeah, now yeah absolutely yeah. about 32 I think 32 my head. years yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I mean, you've got to raise the money. You've got to keep the place ticking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess, you know, expansion is always there in the pipeline yeah, somewhere, absolutely. isn't it? Yeah, um, so for me, on my side of the coin, if you like, because obviously I look after all the boring stuff, really, all yeah. the income and the fundraising Someone's and the admin it. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so for me, I'm always looking for new shops, new ventures, new um, charity events that we can do, fundraising events um, that, that, that bring in the cash, really, and to keep that, that going. Because, you know, at capacity, we're not at capacity at the moment, but it costs us £3,500 a day to run that shelter. Wow. Um, to, uh, as I said at the moment, we're not at capacity, so it's... Just under twenty grand, roughly a week, to, to run the centre as it currently stands. But it's it's a lot of money, yeah. and you know, and we're trying to get away from relying on legacy income because obviously that's a massive part of you know what we do get in. But it's also coming away from that and, and looking at other ways to generate income. Yeah, yeah, and it's trying to think of new ways to just say yeah. it's difficult if you're it if is. you're trying to do that. And uh, perhaps people out there tonight, if you want to get involved uh, and have some ideas of fundraising, I'm sure. I'd love to hear from you. Absolutely, and get involved in, and suggest some things too, because there might be some stuff that they think, oh, never thought of that. Yeah, could absolutely. try that. Mm-hmm. Never know. See, so and we'll also give you ideas and events of uh, you know what's coming up next year. Perhaps uh, everyone can get involved with, which should be nice as well. So we'll talk about that, but. I mean, the dogs and cats are the typical thing you look after, mm-hmm. but actually more diverse than that. Absolutely. Um, again, these are things that people don't know. So, yes, f- predominantly we are we are cats and dogs, but we also has a, have a massive um, department for small anim- small animals. So that's anything from rabbits, gerbils, wow. ferrets, you know, rats, any small animal you can think of we, we deal with. And we also have a massive wildlife um, department as well, which obviously they come in from the public or strays or whatever um, and then obviously we rehabilitate them and then put them back out into the wild so that's a massive part of our job as well.
See, there's all this stuff you didn't mm. really know. People... And we've got livestock, I mustn't forget them. Yes. So we've got a pig at the moment called Turbo. Uh, so give her, <laughs> give her a bit of press. Um, and yeah, um, we have got goats. You know, we, we have lots of livestock as well that come into us through the, through the public and through the inspector, obviously, as well, because mm. they take on cases, cruelty cases and stuff like that. So we deal with that too. Now, do livestock get rehomed fairly quickly or they're there for mm, some time? It can depend, I think. Depend. It depends on yeah. what, what's what's out there, really, and what people can take on at that time. Yeah, circumstances. Um, yeah. Absolutely. With, with livestock, it's a little bit different because mm. I believe, and I'm not an expert, but you have to have certain licences, for example, to house a pig and stuff like that. So, you, you know, you have to go through those checks and have, have the right environment for those animals. Wow. And see, these little things you don't realise, which all goes on, uh, which all goes to, uh, towards it. And this is where the money comes into, because having to look after all this all the livestock, and not just dogs and cats, as we thought, um, yeah, it's, it's got to be found from somewhere. Absolutely, yeah. So, as I said, you know, my shops are a massive income source for that. Um, we also have boarding. Um, I don't, obviously, we spoke about that off air. So, we um, do dog boarding, £15 a night. So, not many wow. people know that either. No. Um, and you have to be quite quick because we do get very, very booked up, especially in peak seasons. Um, we also do rabbit boarding. Um, and later on, we hope to diversify into cat boarding as well. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of ways people can can help just by bringing their dog in to stay with us while they go on holiday. That, that's a source of income, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, any ways can help, really. Yeah, yeah. And every little bit helps, too. Yeah, that, it does. That, that's it does. that's yeah. how it is. Indeed. Now, I mean, the, the, the actual arc itself, I mean, you you said about 300 of volunteers? Yeah, three, three to 400. You know, it, it, wow. it can vary from you know, yeah. time to time. But, yeah, generally, that's the figure. Yeah. And working all over Christmas, I suppose. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. obviously, our staff will be... We, we don't shut... Well, we do shut to the public... Um, for a few days but we are we are there all the time for animals Christmas Day Boxing Day any day um, of the week really to be honest with you and our volunteers do come in on those days to walk the dogs and stuff like that and they they all get involved in getting the Christmas spirit and and why shouldn't they you know it's it's about the animals too isn't it them getting some experience too I bet it's nice though to do that actually at Christmas time yeah you do find um, a lot of volunteers sometimes bring their families up with them um, and then they they dog walk you know and it's it's a nice family thing to do isn't it if they don't have a dog at home then why not come to us and do that for us obviously you have to be vetted and go through the volunteer program to be able to do that you can't just turn up and do no. it but yeah of course they do do that yeah, so, yeah. and uh, give, give them a little bit of a hint on what's going on yeah and, and, exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see if we can you know attract them as uh, new um, recruits i suppose mm. that sort of thing really but uh, the other thing you did you mention rabbit boarding earlier? yes you rabbit did. boarding yes yep, you did i can't remember the figure off the top of my head but it's very minimal and it's so diverse then yeah yeah. Uh, is that sort of a plan for the future then, diversifying perhaps the further, expanding the arc? To, you know, to not not so much the shelter as such. I wouldn't say, as I said, catboarding. Yes. yes, that's something we will definitely be yep. looking into once we have a new category bill, and hopefully that that will come next year. A massive undertaking that will be, but yeah. yes, hopefully that will come next year. Um, but yeah, we're always looking for new ways to generate money, and if you know we can help out people with their animals well why not we have the facility there so why not why not do that yeah too right well we're going to give you opportunities uh to how to get involved tonight if you're out there in the area uh if, you know you want to get involved with the uh, rspco uh stubborn to that so we'll give you all the details about that and uh we'll chat some more to rachel in a second or so we're going to squeeze in uh, a couple of her songs because i know the clock's against us already look. <laughs> uh so we're going to play this ub40 now there's a little bit yeah, of a... this one's for my dad for your dad my dad um he's a massive ub40 fan we've seen him seen them quite a few times in concert and i just wanted to say a big thank you to him for everything he does for us you know he's he's a hero in, he? in, the, in the background he's yeah. always there and um i love him lots and i just want to say thank you very much dad oh what's dad's name john john even to you john i hope you enjoy this ub40 
340 Red Red Wine. That's for John. That's Rachel's dad. So even to you, John. Hope you enjoy that. 8.40 is the time, as I say, here at Express this week. December the 12th, 2019. We're here tonight tonight. And Chaz is ready to rock after nine. This evening here at Express. And we're chatting more with Rachel, our profile guest from the RSPCA. Stubborn to knock in moments here on the show tonight. Yeah, look at the time, as I say, 18 minutes away from 9 o'clock. Express this week here at Express 93.7 FM. We're online, we're on DAB as well, right across Portsmouth and South East Hampshire. Thanks to your company. Our profile guest tonight is Rachel Hall from the RSPCA. Stubborn to knock. Very good to you, Rachel, yet again. Second song uh, on the way very soon indeed. Uh, but uh, we want to get out there, get some volunteers, because obviously, like any sort of charitable organisation, takes a hell of a lot of time to get, uh, well, to get people interested in, in doing these sorts of things that we heard mm-hmm. from from Debbie earlier. Uh, something not no different really. Nope. Uh, as she said, you know, the, the actual whole thing really s- operated in, in some ways by yep. volunteers giving absolutely. up their time for nothing. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, we, we genuinely couldn't do our job without them because they support us. They they go out there, you know, I've got I've got fundraising volunteers that stand out there in all weathers shaking their tin well not, mm. you're not allowed to shake your tin so that's you, can't do you that know what I mean the law. I know um, they mean. stand up there all hours yes. you know and and they bring in the pennies you know day after day hour after hour and I, I couldn't thank them enough my shop volunteers you know they're in there day in and day out you know processing the donations which come in which isn't always a nice job but mm. they do it and they do it with a smile on their face yeah. and it's all ultimately for those animals and getting them new homes. Yeah. Now, the shops you mentioned, because you've got yep. five of them I've in got the five, area, haven't yep. you? Tell us where they are. Uh, so we've got one in Fratton. We'll start with the Portsmouth ones. Um, so Fratton, um, Petersfield, uh, it's on a new one, which opened in May this year. Um, I've got one in Shirley over in Southampton, Fairham and Gosport. OK. And they're all doing quite well. Yes, they all do. Good. They all do their bit. Um, obviously, yeah. there, there, there are ones that obviously take more than the others, but yeah, yeah. They, all, they all do very well. Yeah. So yeah, very proud of them. And you sell all sorts. You we, traditional charity we are shop, yeah, exa- exactly a charity shop yeah. in, in, in its truest form. We take we take donations of all sorts and sell all sorts. So yeah, yeah it's a collective so, mix. So if you've got anything out there which you think might be of use uh, to the Stumpton Art, then uh, go, go in the shop and, uh, and have a chat with the staff there. Yeah, uh, oh, and, uh, we can even take some stuff at the Ark on occasion. So yeah, absolutely, just just pop it in. Oh, they are all sorts of ways to get involved. Now the thing is, I mean, you obviously are sort of the the, the brains beyond the fundraising side of the fence, I suppose. Really, uh, and uh, always up for, for talks and things like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Spread the so, word. yeah, I, I go out to different people that kind of request that I go and talk to them. So, I've been to guide groups, I've been to schools because I think education for small children in particular is very, very important when it comes to animal welfare and animal cruelty. Um, so, I do take that one quite seriously. Um, I've also, I, I see lots of associations, churches, uh, different associations, and Salvation Army. You know, I've been to quite a few, a, a collective mix really mm. of different people, and I go and speak to them about what I do and how they can get involved really yeah yeah and yeah it, that's all it's, it's about really spreading the word because mm-hmm. obviously there's still people as we said earlier out there who, yep. who don't know what Stumpton Art nope. actually do uh, nope. and what the purpose is so it's nice to sort of get it out there and uh, get it in the forefront yeah um, and that volunteers that also need at the Ark as well mm-hmm. yep absolutely so that's so, dog walking is it yeah dog walking cat socialising um, feeding them walking them just talking to them being with them <laughs> you know cleaning them out you know it's it's basically you know we want our volunteers to kind of mirror what our animal care 
staff do yeah. you know they do an amazing job and we want them to mirror that really and, and just be able to get involved as much as they do now when you say cat socialising what's yep. that entail like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going and getting scratched no it can be anything from just going in and yeah. sitting in their pens with them um, reading a book in, in their presence I mean some cats are pretty much feral so getting them used to human contact is very important yeah. and getting them back out into a, into a home now obviously some feral cats you're never going to get them out of them that, that is just who they are but just socialising and being around them and letting them know that humans mm. are good is, is a good way of doing that so just being around them and holding them you know picking them up giving them a stroke is 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 good it's a good thing you were saying wouldn't you, we're supposed to be a, a nation of animal lovers mm. but yet we, we, yeah, we find yeah. so much cruelty going on are we seeing are you seeing through the arc that you're still on the increase or is it sort of well, levelling out one. a bit um, I th- Again, it, it can depend, really. I mean, we mm. the level's never really gone away. No. Um, I would say it just it can just really depend. Um, yeah. You know, there are a lot of cases out there that... I mean, people. a lot of people think that it's all cruelty that we see from the RSPCA inspectors. It's not, actually. That's a, that's a small proportion. Some of it is debt. Some people cannot genuinely can't afford to, to keep those animals. They can't even feed themselves. Mm. So to feed an animal is a big undertaking and they don't realise what the responsibility that is. Um, death, um, when people die, and if mm. they don't have a dependent to take on that animal, then who's going to pick up the pieces? Well, the first port of call probably would be the RSPCA and then that's us because we are the rehoming centre. Um, and divorce is another big one. So when people split up, you know, obviously who gets custody of, of the children? Well, mum, dad, whoever... And then who gets the responsibility of the animals that we have? Oh, well, I don't want them. I've got to work and I don't, I can't help. So then who who suffers again? It's the animal. And so they come to us that way as well. And obviously, yes, you do have, as I said, a proportion of people that are just genuinely cruel and they shouldn't be around animals. But that's, as I said, that is a a small proportion, I would say anyway. Yeah. Now, I I mean, if, I mean, obviously this time of the year, it's going to be, you know, people thinking about Christmas and things like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. It could get busy, I suppose, you know, from your point of view. Uh, And uh, if people find animals in distress and things like that, again, it's to contact the... Absolutely, yeah. So we have a national call centre, which they're open 24-7 and they basically, they take those calls from the public and then they dish them out to the inspectors that are on call in those areas um, and then they're given a call list and they work through that list and they're on 24-7. So yeah. So again, all the details are on the website. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for, for numbers and things like that, if you find an animal in distress, uh, be it in a in a farmer's field or yep. or, or whatever, because there's a few fields around the area, mm-hmm. of course. So you feel uh, see an animal in distress, then um, it, it, it may be Christmas, but they're still out there. And also, it's it's worth bearing in mind that vets do have a duty of care when it comes yes. to wildlife, because obviously no one owns wildlife; it's the community <clears throat> that kind of own own that, you know wildlife if you yeah. like so do, vets do have a duty of care as well so it's also worth bearing that in mind that you can take a hedgehog to them or a bird or whatever and they would then deal with that appropriately yeah yeah 2020 uh our guess you know fundraising as you yeah. already said goes on it and does. is there a target figure you want to no of, we don't i don't no. really set a target as such i mean there are certain projects we like to get off the ground obviously as i mentioned earlier we want yeah. to build a new catery so that'd be a massive undertaking for next year and we'll start that early in the new year and obviously just check out our website for more details and we'll put things on Facebook and social media regarding that um, but yeah no I don't have a, a target as such but there will be some events obviously some uh, fate I do every year over in actually at the Ark which we open the doors to the public to come in and have a look and see what we do and have stalls and stuff like that um, I'm going to do another charity event um, probably in the springtime so that'll be a kind of a music themed kind of barn dance or something similar to that we haven't really thought about 
that in much detail, but that's probably what that will be. And then probably something else in the autumn time, I guess, as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And are you still looking for blankets and food and uh, that we, kind of thing? Well, well, I better not say it too loudly because the reception will probably kill me. However, yes, we always are looking for stuff, but there are some <laughs> points when we just get overrun yeah. with blankets, you know, etc., etc., towels and stuff. So it's best to check on our website or give us a ring if you've got quite a lot to donate because... Yes. If we're overrun, we can't take them because we just simply don't have the space. So it's best to check is probably the best advice I can give you for that. Okay, so anything like that, then uh, obviously check out with the uh, the actual arc itself. Almost out of time, uh, but uh, again, if people want to volunteer yep. uh, and get involved... Again, check out our website. Website's all on yep, the details there. Something yep. up, okay. Yep. And uh, find out how you can volunteer and be part of the team. And also, if it means behind the scenes or, or fundraising or... Yeah, I yeah. think it's worth mentioning Foster is there as well. They are a massive part of our kind of group of volunteers that we need desperately. So volunteers that would actually take on those animals into their home environment, so cats and dogs predominantly, um, because it, it's good to get those animals into the, that, that home environment because we can assess them there. Yeah. Uh, and you know who wants to be in a kennel you know if they can be in a nice loving well, home you know exactly so we are always looking for fosters and they go through the same process as an adopter so it would be we would check out their home environment meet all the family and all those yeah. kind of things so we know that that animal's going to the right home but yeah that's definitely something that we do need okay so any fosters out there potential fosters uh, to give us a ring i'd say give you a ring again more details yeah and uh, numbers again on the website uh, which uh, so you don't think about fosters i mean mm. i imagine um having seen stuff on the tv quite a lot uh, uh, about the work that the RSPCA yeah. does or certainly some of these animal centres. Um, I'd imagine that the fosters actually, by the end of it, take on probably the animal anyway. Take them on, yes. I'd, <laughs> I'd say that's probably quite accurate, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, because yeah, they bond so well. They, they with... bond, yeah. And then they say, oh, I can't give this dog yeah. back or whatever. So, yeah, they do take them on. But do you think perhaps some of these animals sort of, you, you said earlier off air, that actually find the person rather than the other way around? Yeah, I do think that's true for some animals. Yeah, I think yeah, when you are walking around the centre, you you know, some animals will kind of pick you. You know, that's that's who I want to be with and that's that. Yeah, and, funny. And yeah, it kind of grow, grows from there, really. Yeah. Rachel... It's great for you to come in uh, to us. Thank tonight. you very much. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate that, as always. And uh, have a good Christmas. Thank you, and you. And let's hope that 2020 is going to be a good year for you. Yep, and so. uh, And, yeah, absolutely, and raising all that money by well and cash. And thank you on behalf of all the animals for looking after them uh, in the area. Tell us about your second bit of music. So my second bit of music is, uh, uh, well, a very well-known song. I won't tell you because... You know, she, Dolly can introduce herself, I Absolutely. guess. Um, this one's a dedication to my wonderful partner, Alistair, who I think is probably listening. Um, yeah. Just a massive thank you to him for everything he does and the way he supports me, and I love him lots. Oh, <laughs> does he get involved? Not really. No, <laughs> no of course he does, yeah. He, ha- he has to look after our cat. Does so, he? Yeah, so good on Also him. from the Ark, so yeah. Um, yeah, no, he does his bit, so yeah. All it's right. all good. All right, Alistair, I hope you enjoy this. Rachel, thanks for coming in. Good thank you very you. much. Thanks, Cheers. Chris. traditional songs, eh? Band A, do they know it's Christmas, wrapping things up for this week. Uh, our Christmas show next week, we got uh, we got next week, we got uh, the Salvation Army coming in. Uh, not the whole choir, unfortunately, but we have got the Salvation Army coming in. And Cosmic Carol, yeah, Carol Brett will be uh, our sort of risen astrologer. She's in the uh, hot seat next week as well as part of our Christmas show here, live next Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Chances ready to rock after 9, whatever you're doing. Take care, have a fabulous 7 days. No, no, now.